What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the First Offense Audio Installment. We're fresh off the Richmond race and it was a pretty tame race besides the end so we got a decent amount of stuff to talk about. Before we get into it please follow me on my other socials at First Offense. I'm on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram and you can visit my eBay. It's called the Nikki Outlet No Spaces or anything for some die casts and stuff on there. Alright, well let's get into it. We're going to talk about the cup race, the Xfinity race, do race picks, and then we'll talk about what to expect at Martinsville next week. So first of all, it was the most caution-free, tame race all year, which was kind of good, you know. You don't have to sit there for three hours seeing wrecks and stuff. It's not that big of a deal if they just kind of race around you get to see who's fast on the long run and everything but i think even though it was it was boring which is fine as long as it has a good finish like it did i don't really care what happens this all the strategy and the different tire wear and everything that was going on made up for the um long green flag runs it was hard to tell who had the best car I really think it was Blaney still even though he didn't finish where I thought he would it's been a pretty rough year considering how fast his car's been um there's definitely some comers and goers though I think the best cars were Truex and Blaney like I said but I think Byron was good enough where if they had played their strategy out if their strategy had played out like they wanted it to they definitely could have won that race Um, one thing that I think everyone was wondering is how JGR would look at Richmond because they're always so good here, but they haven't had speed, um, on other tracks like Phoenix, which everyone compares Phoenix and Richmond, like a really flat, shorter track, but they, they looked good. All four cars finished in the top 10. Even after Bush got that penalty for the tape, we'll talk about that later, he was able to drive back up to ninth. so yeah. And Hamlin won, so they're going to be tough to beat. Pro- I'm sure they'll be good at Martinsville and maybe New Hampshire if you can compare the two, but once again, they brought it to Richmond. Um, yeah, another, another race for Blaney, took the pole, got out early led a ton of laps, won the stage, and then just kind of lost some track position on pit road, I think, and then next thing you know, he was just running fifth for the rest of the day. I think his fire-off speed wasn't as good as, like, Kyle Busch, Truex, and them guys, but if he had the lead, I think he could hold his lap times and easily win if his strategy played out right, and he kept his track position all race, but Hamlin, I mean... He, he just, he had a pretty horrible car for most of the race until the end. So yeah, it was, it was more strategy than anything, I think. Elliott looked really good too. Looked top five, top seven maybe again. Just like last week and a few other times this year. He's just, he just had some issues, I don't know. He came on the radio and said, I don't know what happened to this thing. He went from running top five like pretty easily it seemed like he had a really good long run speed because you would see him start making passes on guys later on the runs but he fell way back I think he dropped all the way from like maybe the low 
the high top 10s, like if it was 8th or 9th, all the way to 21st, and he only recovered to 14th, so that cost him the points lead. Blaney's, or they're tied, but I think Blaney scored ahead of him. I forget what it goes by. I'm not sure. It might go by, like, maybe, I don't, I don't know. I'll have to check, but, yeah, Hamlin is up to 20th in points. Truex is up to 3rd. Harvick got all the way up to 8th. Kurt Busch had a rough week. He went from finishing in the top 10, like, 3, 4, or top 5, maybe 3 weeks in a row or 2 weeks in a row. He having a couple great runs to just struggling i'm trying to think what happened to him last week i think he had to do the same thing pit early and it just ruined his whole race lost over 100 laps and that dropped him all the way down to 18th he was i think he was in the top five in standing so that definitely hurt that team they're gonna have a little bit of a hole to dig out of if he doesn't win one crazy thing that happened what at the end was Kyle Busch's penalty with the tape so obviously last year they would you would always see teams slapping a piece of tape on the radiator the grill to get a little more speed out of the car so this year it's illegal to do you can't do it I mean they just don't want teams getting any advantage that they can get so I guess Busch did it with 100 Busch didn't do it obviously the pit crew did with I don't know 150 laps into the race and Kyle Busch had no idea and with 50 laps ago I think he was he wasn't running second but in his strategy that's where he was planning to come out second behind Truex or yeah it was second behind Truex as he had passed Blaney and he was the second car in line on that strategy so he um he NASCAR started black flagging him and they, I don't, they claim they were trying to put it on the brake duct, probably to keep the brakes a little bit warmer to stop the air flowing there. But, I mean, they could have just lied and been cheating. That's my guess. So, yeah, Bush, it ruined his whole strategy. And Ben Bayshore met with NASCAR, and he claimed that he thought the tape would fly off, which they're obviously just going to say that because... Um, they're not going to admit to cheating, so I don't know if he's going to get any more penalties, but ho- I hope he doesn't because then Bush is going to lose tons of points, you know, and drop way down, whatever. If they, I don't know what kind of penalties it will be, if it'll be like crew member, losing crew members for four races, whatever. It's, it's definitely going to hurt him if that happens, but I think Ben Bayshore will probably get away with the lying and saying that he was trying to put the tape over the air duct, but who knows. Um, he's, he's definitely going to get criticism for leaving it on for that long and everything. Another big thing with Gibbs is they were trying their brand new pit stop where all, all the crew guys go over the side of the car first, so then they, I don't know, it's hard to explain, you'll have to watch a video on it, but they started off slow when they did it, but Bush, Kyle Busch's pit crew actually had the fastest pit stop in history, NASCAR history, so teams are definitely going to start doing that because I, I know in one pit stop, Truex and um, Bell were first and second, and then 
Bush was maybe six and came out third, so they came out one, two, three. That's definitely cause of um, the new pitch strategy that they came up with. But teams are definitely gonna have to do it if they keep putting up fast times like that. It's it'll definitely get more consistent too coming up because they they had a few slow stops, but when they did get it, they were the fastest. I couldn't believe Byron stayed out on those old tires. That was nuts, but that w- that's what actually made the race good was all those strategies playing out. Like Byron was on his complete own strategy because he was going for two pit stops, ended up doing only one, and he did it way early. So it was nuts. Truex was catching him, running him down, but it gets to a point where like you're tired. Their tires were just so destroyed that they were just both running horrible, and Truex couldn't get anything out of his anything else out of his car. And then, next thing you know, Hamlin's chopping down the lead by a second, which at Richmond one second that's like ten seconds and ten laps, or even if it's a half a second, he he cut the lead down in literally two laps. He was went from two seconds down to right behind Byron and just blew by him. Harvick also um, was coming flying through. I don't know if he was necessarily better than Hamlin. He definitely could have maybe got to his bumper with all the lap traffic and everything, but Hamlin just had that little bit of a lead and passed Byron right at the right time where Harvick had no chance at catching him. So, yeah, Hamlin got his first win. He definitely needed that because they were so far down in points. They're up to 20th now, but... More importantly, they needed a win in general to get into the playoffs. So, yeah, and that's him having that momentum going into Martinsville, one of his best tracks, is definitely going to, um, he'll definitely be one of the guys, one of the favorites next week. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to be looking. If the Gibbs cars are good, which I think they were going to be because of how good Kyle Busch was at the Los Angeles Coliseum, I think Hamlin will definitely be up there. Um, Blaney and Chastain were going at it. That was pretty funny. Um, Chastain hit Blaney, bumped him him out of the turn in the groove and just slowed him way down and passed him. um, Blaney came on the radio and was like, he thinks he can just do whatever he wants. And then on the next restart, Blaney paid him back, did the same thing to him and passed him. So, which I thought was kind of crazy because I was watching after that. Chastain lost like a few positions and then it just all his momentum and the entire race just stopped and he ended up way back and closer to like, I don't know what he finished. I can check right now, but. Um, I I feel like that was the that changed his entire race. That one thing happening. So he finished. Let's see, 19th. So yeah, I, that's when it all started to go downhill. Um, I think the cars are pretty similar than they did last year. The next gen cars. I'm surprised there wasn't any more like brake failures or anything. There was a little bit, but. It, it did withstand the long green flag runs and everything, so that was good. Um, 
moving on to the Xfinity race real quick. There, there's not much to talk about that. It was the Gibbs cars were just the class of the field, way better than everyone else. There was a few guys who had speed. I think Noah Gregson would have been one in up there with the top three, but he had some major brake problems. Like he had fluid all over his wheels. He was losing brake parts on the track and everything. So he struggled all day. Ended up running 20th all day with no brakes. I don't think I think he pretty much just had the coast into the turns couldn't break in so yeah um that race was nuts john hunter nemechek in the 18 i thought he did such a good job to get up to gibbs at the end there that was like a really good drive from him and then he didn't i don't think he put the bumper to him i think he might they might have hit doors a little bit but he passed them clean and then ty was just as good as him as him if not better so you knew he was probably gonna give him the bumper and i had no problem with what he did at the end um bombing it through the corner but i mean i think he beat john hunter's back bumper off and like it looks him trying to hit him so many times and not being able to do him it looks like he just gave up on the bump and run and just said he was gonna bomb it through, but I mean, he was going for the win, so like, I can't really blame him. I think if anything, John Hunter Nemechek should've bumped him to the point where he put took Ty Gibbs out of the race. Not like, out of the, like wrecked him, just maybe a second or two behind, but I don't think Nemechek was thinking about that, and he just owes Ty Gibbs one now, so. It's all give and take. It's like you can't really complain because he'll get the chance to pay him back. It's just how it goes. It's all give and take. Um, next week at Martinsville, it's a three-race weekend. Um, starting Thursday, truck race. So we only have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then there's already a race Thursday night. So that's pretty nuts. Uh, let me check the times right now. The Xfinity race is set Friday at 7.30, so it's all-night races. Martinsville 8 truck race, um, and then cup race is at 7.30, so that race is going to be a really late race, but it's only 400 laps, I think, which is better for a spring race. It helps differentiate it from what we're used to in the playoff race, 500 laps, so I'm fine with that, but yeah pretty good race overall I mean depending on what kind of race you like if you don't mind long green flag runs and different strategies playing out then you might not have liked it but I think it's good to have a race like this every once in a while so yeah going to Martinsville it'll be interesting to see who's good because it's such a unique track it's definitely going to be Similar to this week, I think, at Richmond, but who knows. For the Xfinity race, I expect Ty Gibbs to be up there. Obviously, Gregson, the usual guys. That should be a great race, too. Hopefully, the truck race isn't just complete wreck fest. We'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, I guess that's it for that. We're going to get into the race picks part of the podcast. If I forgot anything else, um... I'll talk about it in the outro. I'll go on Twitter real quick and see if there's anything about 
um, penalties with Ben Bayshore or anything like that. All right, we'll be right back. Hello. What's going on? How you doing? Good, you? Doing pretty good. Nice. I don't know where Garner is. Should I just scream up to him? Yeah, where is he? He's home, right? Yeah. Garner! Hello. He's in. He's in. How you doing, Garner? So... Alright, so we're looking at a 10 to 4 to 2 score. I need to get some points, man. Garner, you get first pick, Penny, you get second. Alright. Garner, who you going with that Martinsville the paper clip? Hello? Hello? Alright, I just lagged or something. Um, oh. so I get first pick? First pick, yeah. Um, off the bus. Um, I'm gonna go with Kyle Larson and um, Kyle Larson and Austin Dillon. All right, I don't even know who's gonna be good. Penny, you get second pick. All right, I think I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott and underdog I think I'm going to go with Cindric for underdog. All right. So, I'm writing it down. I'm taking I got to take I want Bush to win, but I gotta take Truex or Hamlin. Actually, no. I'll take Bush since he was good at the Bush Clash. And they were wicked similar tracks. And then, for my underdog, I'll take Almirola. Alright, Alright. Alright. See you guys next Sunday. Or... We can do it like Sunday morning if we want because the race is at Saturday night at 7.30. Oh, sh- oh okay. All right, yeah. So we can do uh, it any Sunday. Uh, I, there, can, um, I can post it too and put race picks in after. So, like, it's live right now, but I haven't added race picks, so I'm just going to add them right now. All right. So we are can... There, are there a certain amount of race Yeah. What is there? How many do we have left? Are we six in? Seven? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think we're seven. There's somewhere around 20 left. Okay, all right. So There's we're almost at like halfway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're like a... I don't know. Yeah, we're like a third. Yeah, that's fair. A, quart, a quarter to a third. Yeah. There's plenty of time left. All right. See you guys. Alright, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. Um, I hope you liked this episode. I hope you liked the Richmond race. It was an okay race, depending on what style racing you liked. I didn't mind it. Um, The ending made it good, so yeah. Uh, 
next week's race will definitely be good potentially the best race of the year because it's martinsville so we're definitely going to see some fights and bumping and banging but yeah we'll see you guys next week um before i go just make sure to follow me on my other socials i post videos and stuff on them instagram youtube tiktok at first offense hope you guys have a good week see you later